welcome to Talk of Tumwa, the production of Greater Tumwa Partners in Progress. On this podcast, we'll talk about the local businesses in Tumwa to give you the backstory to their success. We'll also talk about the economic initiatives that are driving the progress of the community. And we'll talk about the issues that the community faces and much more. So stick around and let's talk of Tumwa. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talk Atumwa. Today, we have the Executive Director for Meet Atumwa, Laura Carroll. Welcome, Laura. Thanks so much, Mark. Hey, so let's get the elephant out of the room right out of the gate. Recently, uh, Meet Atumwa went through a rebrand, and a lot of people in Atumwa don't know exactly what Meet Atumwa is because for the last several years, they have heard the name uh, Atumwa Convention and Visitors Bureau. So, First, do you want to just talk about that for a minute? Absolutely. Um, so there's a lot of confusion when you have a super long name, like the Greater Autumnal Convention and Visitors Bureau. Um, nobody knows exactly what that means. So we took a look at what we wanted to be for the community. We are a full-service convention and visitors bureau. So we help leisure travelers. We bring in conferences and conventions. But the name really doesn't say anything about who we are. So we took a look at the personality of the community and what is our strengths, what are the things that we want people to know about us if they're going to come visit. So we did this rebrand a little over a year ago to Meet Atumwa. There's a couple of ways you can look at that name, a couple of ways that we thought about. Not only are you meeting in Atamwa, the people that we want to come in and bring their larger conferences and conventions, but it's also meeting our people. If you've never been here, if you've been here a hundred times, we want you to know the stories behind the places you go. We want you to find something new and different that you've never seen anywhere else. So we want you literally to come meet us. So when we combined those two things and became Meet Atamwa, we said, well, one of the things that makes us stand out from everybody else is the diversity of our community. If you look at us, we have over 40 nations represented just in this tiny town of 25,000 people. Which is kind of amazing, really. In and of itself, that's phenomenal. So that became our tagline. Meet Atumwa, where Iowa meets the world. You can come here and meet people from all over the globe in one location. So we made sure that we played up on that because that's who we want people to know us as. Which is a really good branding idea in my mind. So you said about a year ago this took place. There was another change over there that happened about a year ago as well. And that is you taking over the reins of the the position that Andy Wartenberg once held. So how's that been for you? And uh, not only the strategy moving forward with me to Tumwa, but just, you know, personally speaking, how has the transition been for you in taking over that executive director role? One of the things that we talked about when Andy was moving away in December was that he didn't realize that three years ago he was hiring his replacement. So I've had the opportunity for over three years to learn from somebody who'd been in the convention and visitors and tourism industry for almost three decades. So I picked up on things that I wouldn't have known otherwise. Mm -hmm. I understood why we were doing the things that we were doing, but I was also given the opportunity to expand that beyond 
what somebody from the outside our community comes in and sees. I'm a third generation Atumwan. I graduated from Atumwan High School in Indian Hills. There are things that we as natives understand because we're Atumwans. That somebody coming, for example, Andy coming from the Virgin Islands, there are two different ways to market. Mm-hmm. So him showing me that beginning part of what travel and tourism can be. And now I have the opportunity to take his knowledge and wisdom and make that my own because I'm building these relationships myself now. So I'm able to combine the best of both worlds. The travel and tourism part that I've been learning for the past few years, plus years of life (laughs) that... I can understand and combine together. Yeah, which seems to be working rather well uh, as you. as you look at the volume, because a, a lot of what we're seeing now is really on social media, and over the last few months, we've really seen that marketing escalate on social media. We've seen a lot more videos. We've seen a lot more in person appearances by Mita Tumwa. You seem to get around everywhere, it it almost seems like. We try. (laughs) And speaking of new things that have happened at Meetatumway, you also uh, have hired your replacement after Andy left. Yes. um, When we posted that my position was going to be open, within 24 hours, Olson Miller had put in his resume and sent me a big stack of examples and his whole portfolio of what he could do. What I really wanted was somebody who could do the whole digital aspect of our personality. For the past three years, our social media has been all in my voice, which I like my voice, but having somebody come in who can take care of all of the graphic design, all of the let's figure out what people want. Let's, what do you know? Who do you know? How can we make our job bigger and better and easier so we can end up being a one-stop shop? And Olson is the perfect person for that position. He does a very good job. And we have seen the the content increase over the last few months, the, the quality of that content. So that's really a good testament to his work. Absolutely. Changing gears just a little bit now that we, we kind of know where Meetatumwa is now. Sure. Um, one of the things, and I personally like to joke about it just a little bit, and again, this is coming from a lifelong Atumwa myself, I have witnessed this pretty much every year that I have memory. There's always been the thought that Atumwa is a dying community and Atumwa never has anything to offer. Uh, I made a Facebook post getting on on the Meetatumwa site not too long ago and counted up just over the last four weekends that were in Atumwa. Not weekdays, just weekends. And I made the comment that there is nothing to do in Atumwa, very jokingly, after I counted, I think it was 31 or 32 unique events that were Mm -hmm. happening over the, the course of that four weeks. Now, giving some people a little bit of credit that they might not know where to find some of that information, it's very evident that there isn't, uh, there's nothing to do in Atumwa. 
anymore. Uh, that might have been true at one point. I'm not. I I can't speak to that. But now there are a plethora of things to do in a tumwa. All you have to do is choose because it, it really expands. You know, past the traditional going to the park and watching the movies. There's mm-hmm. there's rock metal concerts. There's jazz concerts. There's symphony orchestras. There's family events at parks. Mm-hmm. There's all of this stuff going on. Some of them, a good majority of them, actually, in the last few months have actually been free. So they are truly community events that people can take part in, and it doesn't cost them anything. All of that being said, where is it that people can go to actually find out where this information is? Because again, I know that there are people that might not exactly know where to find the information. So where is it that we find it? (laughs) Meetatamwa.org. And speaking from my GoPip hat, I would say that you, your calendar is the community calendar. How do people get their, their information on your website for their events? Super easy. If you go to meetatamwa.org and click on the events tab at the top, it takes you directly to the calendar and there's a button at the top that says submit. We make it stupid easy. That sounds so difficult. (laughs) How many, um, so speaking of that and in the spirit of the conversation, Mm -hmm. how many events are you getting submitted to you on a daily, weekly basis? Oh my goodness. Um, I would say we probably have anywhere between 12 and 15 new every week. Um, The easiest way to check that is if you go to meetatamwa.org and scroll down about halfway, we actually have a box that says trending today Mm -hmm. and a box next to it that says what's new. So if you've been on the site in the past 24 hours, you'll see something brand new, both of both of those lists so it's going to show you what we've just posted so if we update for example we just put up our new blog post for the month we put up two new events and we updated a event listing so on the home page is immediately here's what's new the trending shows where people are clicking today So, for example, on this, we have one of our blog posts. Midwest Ford Fest is coming up in just a couple of weeks. Moonfest, Porch Fest, and the Back to School Festival. It's the month of fests. Evidently. So you can see immediately what everybody in the community is looking at. And that changes frequently. So you can see not only what we're doing Mm -hmm. and adding, but what other people are looking at and seeing. Okay. For the person who doesn't tend to get on websites <laughs> that, that really relies on, example, Facebook or Instagram as their, their point of information s- services, does this information translate over to the, your social media as well? It absolutely does. Um, anybody who submits an event listing automatically gets everything that's in our promotion strategy. So if you put your weekend event, we'd like to do it at least a week in advance because we're planning our social media for the week, the week before. Okay. We automatically give you, when you submit your event, you get social media on all four or five of our platforms. If you have video, we share your video on our YouTube site. You get event planning help if you need it. 
I am an event planner, so I get immersed in that when people especially are out of town planning an event, we're the boots on the ground for them here in town. So everything that's on the calendar immediately translates into a spot on our social media calendar. So we tag you, we share you, so that you will then turn around and share us back, which grows our following, which grows your following, and we get to promote you at least twice because we do individual event postings and we do um, like a weekend planner on Thursdays or Fridays. Okay, great. So, and it's all free. Which is fantastic. We tell people that. We're completely supported by the hotel motel tax. Which was exactly where I wanted to go to next. Good. Um, We're so, on the same mind. There we go. You know, a lot of people don't understand. It appears as though that Meetatumwa is really more of a information services mm-hmm. thing. But the fact of the matter is, Meetatumwa really is a revenue generator for the city of Ottumwa. You're funded by hotel motel tax. Mm-hmm. But you're getting that hotel motel tax because you are driving traffic to the city of Ottumwa. Is that correct? Yes. So... When you stay at a hotel and you pay that extra percentage for a hotel motel tax, that money goes directly to the city that you stayed in and then is dispersed. So we get a portion of that plus whatever we do internally for grant money or um, we're the sponsor for Pages for Pennies with the library and Bridgeview. So we take a portion of that because it's one of our sponsored events. So the more people who come and stay in Atamwa, the more money we get. But what's cool is we turn that money right back into marketing. So anything that we get from the state tax, we turn around and promote the city, the county, any organization that puts their events and schedules on our calendar. So the more that we bring in, the more that we give back to the community in promotion for them specifically. Which is fantastic. Now, you are um, housed at the Bridgeview Center. Mm-hmm. And I know we, you and I haven't had this conversation, but uh, your predecessor and I had had this mm-hmm. conversation about the, the closeness of the work that Mita Tumwa does with Bridgeview Center. Mm-hmm. And Bridgeview Center is obviously a huge tourism draw for the city of Ottumwa. So can you talk about that relationship just a little bit? Absolutely. Um, We have the best location for our office. We're located right inside the lobby. And I say that not just because I get to look out the big windows in the back (laughs) of the building all day. Which Um, is a great view. And it's really hard in the winter because the eagles live mm-hmm. between those two bridges. And, and nothing says America like eagles. And we never get anything done because I'm sitting <laughs> at the window watching them. Um, we're actually doing a wildlife event in January that's oh, going to feature them. Um, so one of the big things, we have three things that we do for the community. We work with businesses and organizations to support them directly. We work with leisure travelers, people who are planning a trip here, are here, and come in to visit to see what we can provide for them. And the third one is that big scope of bringing in conferences and conventions and meetings. 
So for us to be in the building that has the most space available for a large event like that, we're able to work directly with the event planners at Bridgeview Center so that we can get their, especially Monday through Thursday, schedule filled. We're able to find out if Bridgeview Center is the perfect location for that group. And if it's not, we also have information on other places. Like we've had people who just wanted some space at Hotel Atumwa. So we were able to point them there. There are a couple of new gathering places, some new venues in town, and we're able to match up the organization and the event with the venue that's going to be best for them because we know all the specifics. Our location means more foot traffic. When Bridgeview has a meeting and the people who are in that meeting see that we have visitor guides out front, we have our restaurant guide, we have our shopping guide, they'll come over to get that because they're in town for this meeting and don't know where where are we going to have lunch at. Mm-hmm. So we're able to give them that information. Plus, any we, anybody who comes in as a tourist, we can point them to where they want to go while they're here, but we also want to bring them back. So if we're able to get them to come back and do an event at Bridgeview because they've seen the location, then we're able to give them directly to the event staff in the Bridgeview. So we're, we're just the perfect location. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't be doing my job on this podcast if I didn't ask a more broad-based economics question. Mm-hmm. You have this thing going up in front of Bridgeview Center right now. Um, <laughs> And uh, there has been a lot of controversy inside the city of Ottumwa about what that actually is going to do for the city, especially given the fact that we do have other hotels here in town. Uh, you know, whether whether this is going to provide too much hotel space or whether it's just going to cannibalize from the other hotels. I know that you have been mired in this very deeply since the beginning. So. Can you talk about really what that hotel means for the city of Ottumwa and how that's not only going to help meet Ottumwa, but uh, Bridgeview Center and the city as a whole? Absolutely. Um, Right now, it's just an elevator shaft, and we hope they get those 83 rooms put around them. (laughs) Um, So if you go back in time a little bit, when... We are actively looking for people to bring conferences and conventions and meetings because that's the big scope of what we do. One of the very first questions that they ask on a request for proposal is, where are your hotels? If we have to tell a group that they're going to have to be two miles away or five miles away, we are automatically given a no. When that's the first question that we're asked and we have to tell them that there's a no on-site hotel, that they can't keep all of their attendees in the same location because there aren't big, huge hotels anywhere where we can put an entire event all together. We're able now with Cobblestone to go back to the event planners who said no to us and tell them by Memorial Day weekend of next year that we'll have a facility on site 
not attached, but on the Bridgeview campus, then we're able to open that conversation back up and bring in something new. So between Bridgeview and Mitotamwa, our goal is to fill that hotel with new. So we're not cannibalizing from all these other places. We're taking what we're building new and adding in events to fill that hotel. There will be spillover from the cobblestone to those other locations. And there are some event planners who want specifically to use a certain brand because they have loyalty points. And we have a very wide range of hotel brands that are nationally known that we can send people to. So it's not so much pulling in people who would normally have been on the north side, on the south side. It's how can we take this opportunity of what we need and fill it, fill that opportunity, bring in new people, people who've never been here before, bring in organizations that may just want to have an event and they stumble across a property that they think might be good for expansion or they learn, oh, we don't have time this week to go all the way up and down Main Street and shop because their convention or their meeting is so limited Mm time-wise that they're going to come back again when they can bring their family, when they can have another meeting on a two-day package or a three-day package. So I understand the fear of losing out, like, oh my gosh, this new thing is going to be cannibalizing. I hate that word, but but it, really our idea is to have it filled from the beginning with new. Right. And the important thing in looking broadly at what this hotel is going to do from a couple of different perspectives, number one, and most importantly, it's going to bring in hotel motel tax. Mm-hmm. Number two, the more events that Bridgeview Center can get as a result of having this hotel reduces the city subsidy that's that's going to Bridgeview Center, which is very important, especially in a community where um, we do have limited resources because property tax valuations have been declining over the years. Right. Number three, it really helps drive traffic to other areas. And looking forward just a little bit, if and when we do get the sports complex, mm-hmm. On top of what you're already planning from the Bridgeview Center side of things, that'll offer a hotel space for those folks that are staying for the sports events that are going to be held over there as well. Absolutely. So, And again, that's all new as well, to your point. So um, this does o- offer some unique opportunities that we don't currently have. Well, and not to mention sports tourism has been on our radar for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, we... Could not have been happier with the way the Babe Ruth World Series went last year. Um, We got a lot of national spotlight because we had the baseball facility that nobody else has. And just for the the listeners' knowledge here, your organization is really the ones that spearheaded getting the the Babe Ruth World Series to Ottumwa, correct? Yes, And it's been a really good hit for this city. So the economic impact for those 10 days was over $2 million. That's incredible. So we were able to 
give hotel business to almost every single hotel that we have in town. We were putting teams in every building so that they were able to spread the love. So everybody hotel-wise felt it, but they were also here for 10 days. So families from nine other states came to eat at our restaurants. They came to shop in our stores. They bought gas. Some of them drove in, so they had to fill up. So not only did we give them this amazing experience of, well, we thought you were all cornfields and farmers and cows. And well, we did make them do a corn eating contest. But um, beyond that, it our facilities that we have here really haven't been promoted like they could be. So as sports tourism grows all over the country, we're catching up to that. So adding in a sports complex on top of that to facilities that we already have, we were surprised of how many people said, we don't have two fields at our house, at, in our community. Well, our Babe Ruth fields are right next to each other. So we were able to play back-to-back games and get people moved through. So they were able to spend more time in the community. Which is good. And they were blown away. We had so many comments about Iowa Nice that they'd heard about it, but they weren't quite sure what it meant. Right. And now they've experienced it. Well, and that was going to be my next question. Living in Ottumwa all your life, um, some people don't travel outside of Ottumwa or Wapalo County, or if they do, it's a neighboring county. So your perception of what home is becomes a little bit limited after a while, and especially if you're not somebody that tends to meet a lot of the people that are coming in from out of town to see what their fresh perspective is on the community. Right. You are in the unique uh, position that that's kind of your job is to hear what all of these other people are saying about what a is, what Wapalo County is. What is the perception of what people see when they come to Ottumwa? And how does that differ from what the people inside of Ottumwa see of, a, of Ottumwa? Um, first, I'm born and raised here, but I'm also an Army wife. Um, my husband was in the Army for 20 years, so I haven't been here all my life. We actually left here and traveled around the country. Um, we were... when. Have, when After we got married, we were at Fort Knox and Fort Jackson, so Kentucky and South Carolina. When Danny retired, we were thinking, well, you know, we can go anywhere we want to go. Let's go back to Ottumwa. We, all of Danny's family is in Louisiana, but my family's here. So we could have gone anywhere in the world that we wanted to go when he retired, and we chose to come back here. I think a lot of people who are here and don't go anywhere have this misconception that everywhere else is perfect and we're not. But you, we've been in large capital cities. We've been in army posts. We've been small communities in other states. They have problems. They have issues. You're not going to go to Chicago and have everybody go, oh, it's awesome here. Well, yeah, but the people who live there are going to complain about 
the roads. They're going to complain about there's nothing to do. The gang violence, the drugs. Exactly. So you can't be in this little bubble that says, I'm just stuck here. I think there's been a lot of hope fatigue in people that we talk about things. Oh, here's what we're going to do. And then if something is delayed or it doesn't happen, people go, oh, that's just one more thing. Well, that's any community, whether you're this little tiny bedroom community to a bigger place or you're in a capital city. We always say, if you think there's nothing to do or you think it's terrible here, you think people don't care, go to meetatumwa.org. People are submitting their events that you can go support. People are adding in stories about their business. So go read the story and find out who you're shopping with. There are blog posts that we do all the time about the impact that Atumwans are having on their community. Go find out somebody's story. We have several events coming up in August and September that you may think, oh, well, that's... Well, have you tried it? Have you gone? Have you talked to somebody about it? Don't just sit back and say, okay, I want this one thing in my community, cater to me. If you volunteer, if you step up and submit something, we can help you. We can't promote what we don't know about. Right. And we can be the tool that somebody needs to boost their event, to boost their organization. Everything we do is free. Let us help you with that. Instead of sitting back and going, oh, well, there's no. That's my favorite noise to make when people say that. I go, <laughs> you know, one of the things that um, I have recently started doing, and I don't know if this is a, a butthead move or not, but um, when people come up and complain to me about this, that, or the other, I have said, well, that sounds like a great solution. What can you volunteer with to help fix that? Exactly. And, you know, there have been a couple of occasions, actually, where they've said, I'd love to volunteer, but nobody's ever asked them that question before. So uh, um, we've actually been able to recruit a couple volunteers as a result of that, um, which is great. That's awesome. Um, but then there's the other side of, um, again, going back to what you just said, um, there there is some complacency. There is some uh, apathetic behavior where people just, they just want something to complain about. And nothing's going to change that all the tools in the world could be available to them and it isn't really going to matter because they just that's what they want to do mm-hmm. um but um it's always interesting to me you know because we do get put in these bubbles in the community and we forget how nice other people see our community you know i use the main street as a shining example of yeah. that everybody um Everybody wants to think that, and I'm, I'm using a very glossy term of everybody. People think that, you know, the downtown is dead. Why invest money in that? And some of those people haven't even driven downtown in five mm. years. They don't know what's going on downtown. And, you know, they forget about the fact that there are people that are coming to the community, uh, like Iowa Economic Development Authority, mm-hmm. uh, the National Main Street, that are using the city of Ottumwa as an example so there are things that are being done correctly Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people in this community that have the visionary they have the vision to 
really see what could be in a Tumwa. I've heard before, you know, why are you trying to make a Tumwa like Des Moines? We're not trying to make a Tumwa like Des Moines. We're trying to make a Tumwa like a Tumwa. But if we were going to compare us, I would say, based on a recent trip, I'm trying to make a Tumwa like Muscatine, who mm-hmm. is a smaller community than us that, that actually does have a lot more amenities than the city of Ottumwa, specifically because their people have the belief that they can be something better. So that being said, there are a couple things that Ottumwa is known for. And again, meet Ottumwa is the organization that really pushes that. One of those is the fact that we're the video game capital of the world. We and are. You folks over there are the people who push that event every year. And we just got done with that event. So can you talk to us a little bit about what that means? Absolutely. So most people outside of Atumwa don't know that name, that we're the video game capital of the world. So part of our job is telling the story of who we are and what we are as a community. So we had the opportunity to get some grant funding for sports tourism events. We were able to use some of that grant money for Babe Ruth to add, it was so cool, to add the Musco vision to the entire Babe Ruth tournament. So people whose families couldn't travel from other states were able to watch on their computers and see their kids and grandkids play. It was the best thing we've ever done. We had so many thank yous and excitement that they weren't going to have to miss out. Somebody wasn't going to have to sit there with their phone and hold it up. And um, the other part of that, we specifically earmarked for an esports tournament. And if you don't know what the word esports means, it's competitive video gaming. So we were able to partner with the Iowa High School Esports Association, which is almost as bad as Greater Tumble Convention and Visitors <laughs> Bureau. You got to stop and think about um, to host their end of the season, end of the year tournament. They brought in over a hundred high school gamers to compete over two days in four different games. Um, we had one whole expo hall closed off for them in Bridgeview with an inflatable screen, a bank wall of computers, and several switches and other. I'm so learning the phraseology. I feel like a gamer myself now. Um, <laughs> so they were able to come in. They were coming in as far away as 200, 250 miles away. Um I want to say it was 50 different places. They have their esports teams from some communities. Plus, we also said anybody who just wants to come in and join a team can come in and play. So we had some teams that were from schools, from their own esports teams, which is the craziest thing. I love that. And then if you wanted to just come in and play, there were some individual games or you could join a team with other schools who only had a player or two and needed more to fill out a team. Um, One of my favorite parts of that was a man who came up to me in the middle of the first day and said, my son is on the autism spectrum and I had no idea how he was going to respond 
in this situation because there were so many kids and there were so many noises and so much sound. He said this is the first time that he had seen his son interact with somebody. He was talking about games. He was playing with other players that he didn't know. This father started crying. That's powerful. And I I will gladly do this every single year if I have stories like that. Yeah, definitely. So not only were these kids getting to meet the kids that they play against, because they're playing in tournaments against each other throughout the year, but they never met in person. And it honestly sounded like a football game. They were cheering each other on. They were their own cheerleaders. They were yelling back and forth. Um, They got to see an exhibition of drone soccer and see if it was something that their schools might like to take on too. So the whole expo hall was filled with something that we had looked forward to. We -hmm. were hoping to play off of the old school arcade. They got to go down any of the kids on Friday night who wanted to go down and do tournaments for pinball for the old school video games, they were able to go see what we did in our day and they were blown away. They're like, how do you do this? There's no headphones. There's no microphones. You just play buddy. That's all you do. (laughs) Just push the buttons. You live in a moment you play. And we were able to have Walter day come in and he did, um, signings and he did announcements of um the winners of each tournament are going to get their own trading cards walter's going to have those for them at the end of the year that's cool so it's something that we were able to provide because we had this grant money that we wanted to to use so when we talked to the iowa high school esports association we said we want to do this can you help us get one started And there was silence on the other end of the phone. And he said, we've wanted to do a tournament, but we don't have any money. And I said, well, um, guess what? I have money. (laughs) Can I give you my money so that you can have a tournament the way you want? They were able to get all of their computer rentals. They were able to get prizes for the winners. They were able to have a competition that they never had before in person. And we just wanted to help. So we were able to combine new school and old school. Before the first day was over, we were already making plans for next year. Great. Because so many community members wanted to participate. Well, because this was through the Iowa High School Association, it was only ninth through 12th grade. Next year, we're going to be able to add on a third day and get anybody who's not in school. So we had college kids who wanted to play. There were adults who wanted to play because they've played each other before and they wanted to have the same experience. Mm -hmm. So now next year we can add in what they need and not just what we want because we knew what we wanted, but now we know a need. This is something that more people want to do and we're happy to do that. Cool. Well, I look forward to next year on that one for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. So speaking of next year, um, what does the future look like for me to Tumla? Uh, we're already so busy, we can hardly stand it. And we're excited to be adding more events. We're doing some more of our own events um, in 2023, especially. Um, we'll be doing a wildlife weekend in January that will be a two-day event 
where the eagles are the focus, but we'll be able to bring in some other people to talk about what's here. There's so many people we've learned that are coming in from other places that don't know what Ottumwa and Wapolo County have to offer. So we're working with conservation and with DNR to be able to bring in some experts to tell, okay, you see the eagles every day. Let's talk about who they are, what they do, where they go. So you know what's in your community. And the more you know, we've, we learn this every single day. The more we know, the more we get to share with people. I don't want to keep any knowledge for myself. I am learning stuff about Ottumwa and Wapo County every single day because people are communicating with us. Okay. That's not our information. We want to make sure that the people who need it can have it. So any event that we can do like that, that's going to teach people more about the community that they live in, we are 100% for. Because if we build our community internally, I can promote that. Right. And that's huge for me. So we have our own events. We have a tentative timeline that's hopefully for Memorial Day weekend, somewhere around there. We're working ahead to get the new events, get the new conferences and meetings to fill the hotel. We're working on a couple of projects for next Christmas already. Um, that You're going to be right in oh, line with Walmart working for next Christmas. We are. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put up some trees. We're ready. Um, there's, there's never a dull moment when you're looking for the good things. When we build a relationship today, we have no idea what that's going to mean a year from now. I want to put in the work today so that down the road, when somebody says, hey, I have this idea, I'd really like to do this kind of concert. I want to do this kind of event. I can help you do that. I know step one, step two, step three, step four. I know the people. Let me tell you who you need to talk to to be able to do that. So as we go on and more people are interacting with our social media, they're getting on the website and submitting things. We can take everything that we're learning and make what they're doing bigger and better and more successful because we're already interacting and building a relationship. So the more that I can do to promote individual organizations and groups, the better. Because if we're building the community, I can turn around and tell that person who's not quite sure if they want to have their big conference here. I can tell them, look at what our people are doing. Look at what's available for your attendees. We have... 87,000 restaurants that we want to share with your people. We have this story. We have these organizations. We can do all this. So it's actually a Tumwins telling their own story and letting us share that literally with the world. But we can't do it if we don't have those relationships built. Right. So what is it that you want people to know about me to Tumwins? Minatamwa.org. Our entire <laughs> story, our entire life is on there. Um, I would want them to know that we're putting our best face forward for Atamwa as a community, as individuals. We want 
more people to know about us um, in 25 words or less. We have a book signing tomorrow morning from 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock in our office. The author of this book is the CEO of Midwest Travel Network. They organize bloggers throughout the entire Midwest to promote places, people, businesses, organizations. She wrote a book called 100 Things to Do in Iowa Before You Die. There are four Wapalo County have to do before you die things in that book. People who are coming from outside of our community are taking notice. We want nothing more than for the entire world to know what a Tumwon Wapalo County look like, who we are, what we're doing, what are we known for. And when we have somebody from outside of our community who says, I have to narrow it down to four things, then we're doing something right. That's that's very true. She is sharing that book with the country. People who are not Iowans, who don't know anything about Iowan ice, who don't know that we're not just corn and pigs and cows, can look at what she's written and say, well, there's another Wapalo County. Well, there's another Wapalo County. Well, there's another... Well, yeah. And she had to narrow it down because she was here for several days mm-hmm. <laughs> that, well, if she's excited about it and she doesn't live there, I'm kind of excited myself and we're going through there. Let's take a stop and let's see the Gothic house. Let's see. Um, the canteen is one of them that she absolutely loves. That I don't want people to think that we're just a Tumwa. No, because we can't survive without the rest of the county. Exactly. So let's get this big picture of who we are. And that's our job at Tumwa is to open that window to who we are and what we have. So this book signing tomorrow is one more example of how we're ambassadors for who we are for our community, for the people that we live with and work with every single day. If we're not doing it, who's going to do it? Exactly. And we just fall off the map and there's nothing we can do about it. Well, our goal is to do something about it. We want to make sure that people know we're we're here, we're on the map. Come visit us, come mm-hmm. see. And you never know, you might want to stay. Yep, exactly. Well, Laura, thanks for coming in today. My pleasure. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate hearing more about Meetatumwa. I hope our listeners make it to meetatumwa.org to find out everything that's going on in Atumwa and Wapalo County and keep that at the top of your list. That way you can always be reminded of what's going on. There are plenty of things to do in this community. Just um, take a second, look up uh, the calendar of events, tell your stories, and be part of be part of the progress. We would love that. Thank you for coming in. Thanks so much, Mark. All right, everybody, stick around for the next episode of Talk Atumwa.